Paychecks in the Office listeners. You can find every episode on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Are you looking for relief, relaxation, or to party on the motherfucking moon? Then check out 3Cheese' new True Strains lineup of cannabis vapes and gummies tailored for specific effects. And the best part? It's delivered straight to your door. Visit 3Chi.com. That's 3Chi.com. And for a limited time, get 20% off with the code BARSTOOL20. Zero to 60 in 3.5. Baby, you got the keys. <laughs> oh, you, you put a lot of effort into that one. I could hear it. I could hear it. King. <laughs> Oh. All right, let's just oh, start. You're going to hit like a Aguilera at the end there. Oh, keys. <laughs> Baby, you got the keys. <laughs> okay. Uh, hit him with that vibrato. All right. <clears throat> this is State of Emergency. What's up, everyone? It's Chicks in the Office with Rhea and Fran giving you that Friday energy on a Monday, and we are filled with it today. Are you looking for relief, relaxation, or to party on the motherfucking moon? Then check out 3Chi's new True Strains lineup of cannabis vapes and gummies tailored for specific effects. And the best part? It's delivered straight to your door. Visit 3Chi.com. That's 3Chi.com. And for a limited time, get 20% off with the code Barstool 20. So we had a great weekend in Syracuse. We did. Great event. In and out. Yep. We left. Uh, well, first of all, Friday was kind of a, a disaster leaving because it was flooding everywhere in New York. The greater Manhattan, like actually, the island of Manhattan was okay, but it was like around the outer boroughs. So like Queens, Brooklyn, really bad flooding. Our flight was out of LaGuardia. Three of you guys live in Jersey. Noah's flight was canceled. He was on an earlier flight. His flight got canceled. So we were like, uh-oh, this is not a good sign. That flight got canceled. We're looking at videos of people like driving through rivers, basically, to get through LaGuardia. We're like, we're never going to get to LaGuardia. Regardless of if our plane takes off on time or not, which it did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Left on time, shockingly. Um, but we were just worried about physically getting to LaGuardia. Uh, especially for you guys, it was a far. It would have taken you three hours. Like I don't least. even know if we would have. Like the cars were going underwater. Yeah, from videos I saw, I, I, I didn't even want to get. <laughs> I didn't I mean, even want a chance. People the, clearly did make it made, to the airport. They made it, but so it's many cars were like going underwater, and I didn't yeah. want to be a part of that. Yeah, yeah. So we ended up driving. Well, we didn't drive. Well, I know. Well, we we were in a car. Car to, a car, car service we, took us to Syracuse. Uh, when we left like Friday afternoon and went, got straight up there. And it really wasn't that bad. Was not, uh, it was, you know, took us what, four and a half hours? Yeah, we got in the car around 3.30 and we got there at nine o'clock on the dot pretty okay, much. So closer to five. Yeah, plus. so it was like five hours. There were some stops, some breaks, yeah. you know. Well, not There was one stop the, the driver wanted to take a yeah, stop. Yeah, but I, 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 the whole loop-de-loop to get to the gas station at the beginning too, I feel yeah, like he, uh, we added some time there. Right, he decided to 
not get gas while before getting us, which was an interesting move. But we made it, and it was a casual car ride. I feel like everyone did their thing. Yeah, Headphones I watched all in, of Love is Blind. Watched Love is episodes. Blind. Um, we got there, immediately went to Dinosaur Barbecue. Yep. And honestly, it was delicious. It was great. They ran out of some things. We showed up late on alumni weekend, so, you know, hand up. That's on us, right? Mm-hmm. Like, probably super busy. But... Yeah, everything that we originally ordered that they didn't have, which was disappointing, but everything that we ended up eating was very, very good. Right. I had the pulled pork sliders. It was, they were delicious. Pulled pork was delicious. They ran Mac out of ribs. Was they were, so good. They ran out Fried of bread tomatoes. Oh, those were delicious, those were too. were so good. No mashed potatoes. They ran out of that. I love so that, a good fried green tomato. That was really good. And the mac and cheese was delicious. Yeah, yeah. And the beans were kind of Beans rock- were good. The beans were kind of rocking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you did like those beans. Those beans tasted good. really good. They were good. <laughs> Old barbecue bean. It was delicious. Yeah. I was like, oh, I am embarrassed at how much I'm enjoying yeah. these beans right now. And we were up and ready to go Saturday morning. Yes, we were. It was an early start, probably the earliest I've started drinking. And I, I felt like I could clock it at maybe my friends, not mine, but my friend's senior year of college. So maybe like 20, yeah, probably 2016 that I was having a drink at 930 Mm -hmm. in the morning. That was the first time I've ever drank that early ever. Yeah. (laughs) It's a trip. Yeah. Uh, Actually, you know, there's got to be an Eagles game that I was having a Bloody Mary pretty early. Yeah, like a tailgate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. There definitely is. Yeah, no, that was definitely the earliest that I have ever started drinking and it was, it showed. Yeah. (laughs) It was apparent. We had a great time. I had a fantastic time. They, I mean, they everything, would, the whole event was great. They did a great job. The whole setup was really cute. It was like, so cool. The build out was really, really pretty. And like everybody that normally comes to the Orange Crate was like, oh my God, it looks so great back here. Yeah, so. it, it was so cool. And we met so many great people. And truly, I had a blast. Yeah. Like genuinely a really, really fun time. I love hanging out with our girlies. Same. So do I. That's what I loved the most about it was like, we were just at a bar hanging out with, with everybody. Yeah, Like, yeah. there was no show. There was, you know, people weren't coming to see us, like, perform of any yeah, sorts. Yeah, yeah. It was like, literally, just come ha- hang out and drink with us. Yep. Like, that's what that was, and that's what we did, and it was fantastic. Yeah, it definitely was. We had a fun time. And then when it ended, we just went straight to the airport, because we had a, a 3 o'clock flight. Mm-hmm. We got through that airport. We were flying Syracuse to, to Newark, mm-hmm. and... Just added on a little extra fun there when I, let me tell you, when I saw that there was a Johnny Rockets next to our gates, I could not have been more excited. Johnny Rockets is a, just a core memory place. Mm -hmm. There was a Johnny Rockets in the Short Hills Mall. It's not there anymore. It's been gone for a long time. They actually, I believe they made the area into a, a... cheesecake factory <laughs> but what's they, your beef with the cheesecake factory i i i would have keep johnny rockets okay you know yeah, I, provide, I yeah um and it was just one of the like those are the best days mm-hmm. you go to the mall with your mom do some shopping she take you to johnny rockets get a big milkshake yeah they the the waiters and waitresses would do a little dance like they get up and sing yeah and it was the best. And I love Johnny Rockets. And once it was gone from that area, there was not a Johnny Rockets close to me. 
So I just never was really able to go again. So anytime I see one, I get excited. It's exciting. I get excited. It was very exciting in that moment because we were very hungry. Yeah. And this is where I think as a group. And and, and cocktails. Yeah. As a group, things um, took uh, a turn, but like not in a bad way. Just in a way where everything from the bar was hitting us. And by everything, I mean the drinks. Yeah. Well, we just thought like to keep. We were like at this point, we just got to keep drinking. Right. Like so we don't. Just absolutely feel like dog shit yeah. on the plane. I couldn't be more ready to keep drinking. Yeah. Um, and You were the first person to order that takeoff teeny, and then we all just followed suit. <laughs> I did. I was like, let me get that uh, espresso takeoff teeny, please. Nothing like an espresso <laughs> martini in the Syracuse airport at the Johnny Rockets. <laughs> Johnny Rockets. <laughs> I seriously... It honestly like, would have been good if they didn't pour like a... They, I don't know yeah. what they did. I don't know if it was like a simple syrup or what, or literally if they just took like a sweet and low and opened it up and poured it in there. Let me tell but. you, Johnny Rockets was great. The food was fantastic. Um, Sarah lost her phone like right before. So we went through TSA. Sarah lost her phone. Yeah. And she was so fucking casual about it that I can't stop talking about how cool she was when she lost her. Like, I've never, you know, people lose their phone. You know what I was thinking though? Like, when did Sarah go get her? She did didn't you- go get it. No, Somebody but did you? No, her. I know that. But like, how did you get through security? Well, I was standing with Sarah, and because you guys were on the pre-check, we were on a different line. Oh, uh, which, by the way, I remember calling under the thing, and it's uh, this is where the scaries hit me. But Sarah went up to the TSA and handed her ID, and they're like boarding pass. She goes, "I don't have it. Can you just look me up?" And I was like, what? "Like, I, I couldn't like." There was nobody I mean, they more do have cool. That te- they do have no, that I know, technology. but there was nobody more cool in that moment where she was like, "Nah, I don't have it. Can you just look me up." Yep. And I was like, "I've never seen somebody be so fucking casual about losing their phone." Like, yeah. usually when someone loses their phone, it's like all chaos. It like ensues. Yeah. Did pure- you Did you watch the episodes of Real Housewives in New York? No. Oh boy. And I'll talk about it later. But and it's just like the worst feeling in the world when you lose your phone. Yeah. Yeah. She walks right up. She's like, "Nah, I don't have it." I'm like, what? And then we get to Johnny Rockets, and I'm like, Sarah, or whatever, from what I remember, I was like, are you worried about your phone? She was like, no, it's freeing. (laughs) I was like, okay. And then all of a sudden, her phone appeared. And look, maybe that's the attitude you have to have. Because she was like, it'll come back to me. She was like, it's going to show up. She's like, like, I I know I had it. Like, and it was either in the car or it's here somewhere. Yeah. And then I, I was texting Marty being like, Sarah lost. Like, we couldn't think of how to find Sarah's phone. Because we were all under the influence. Yeah. And I texted Marty being like, Sarah lost her phone. And he was like, well, why does Sarah know her boyfriend's number? Just call her boyfriend and, and ask for the locate, like for her yeah, to check yeah. the location. I was like, oh, so smart. Like yes. none of us were thinking in that moment. Um, but Johnny Rockets was delicioso. Yeah. And uh, I was very convinced that I was going to make it out that night. Couldn't have been more convinced. I was so convinced that I was about to have the best night of my life. We were calling you were calling Joe. You were like, Joe, like, Joe, giddy up, pal. I was like, let's get me ready. and Matt are coming into the city. Yeah. <laughs> we're going out tonight. I was like, we're coming to your friend's apartment. Let's get ready to fucking rumble <laughs> because we're about to have the night of our <laughs> lives. And that did not yeah, happen. Which was also hysterical <laughs> because like for context of anybody that wasn't with us, it was literally two PM. <laughs> So like it felt so much later. Like Joe like hadn't even left. Like he was going to meet his friends, but he hadn't even left yet. So he was like, "Ah, yeah, I'm 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 in my apartment, like hanging. You know, I'm just 
It's a Saturday at 2 p.m. Like, not, not nothing too crazy happening quite right. yet. And we were on the phone being like, get ready for the <laughs> night of your life. Like, you're not prepared. <laughs> and I, because like, and also. In my head, I knew there was just yeah. no shot. And I'm like, there's was like, no way Rhea's going to go home to her apartment and then leave right. to come to the city. He was like, yeah, I'm going to shower right now. I'll be ready when you get back. Yeah, and- he was just, he was just going along. Yes, honey. Sure, no, honey. That was literally just yesing me to death. Like, yeah. yes, absolutely. No, Sounds you got, good. No, we'll totally go out. He was like, sure. oh, yeah, we're going to go to Fran's apartment. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And so I got, we got on the plane. Yeah. And we had a little bit of a delay. That's why we you did. went on Instagram Live. And <laughs> we left the gate and then they were like, oh, we can't take off for another 30 minutes. <laughs> so you were like, oh, well, in that case. This is how I know. I was in a different kind of state is when I went to the bath. I was like, friend, I really have to go to the bathroom. And you're like, okay, go. And I went and I asked them for a cup of water. Yeah. And on my way back, security guard Dan asked me if it was vodka. And yeah. I was like, okay, I see the impression yeah. I'm giving off today. It's water. No, I we were definitely being loud as hell too. You I, know? I know, I, I can't <laughs> believe like I was screaming on the plane like that. On like, that how embarrassing, but also we had a blast. Yeah. And then I uh. guess I went on Instagram Live, which you should never do when you are under the influence. You thought it was a great idea. Apparently so. Yeah. we. I mean, live. we were laughing, giggling. Yeah, I know. Having and, a good time. And when I woke up the next day to a bunch of messages of people asking me if I was okay and if I made it out, I was so confused. Yeah, yeah I was yeah. like, what? How, like, was like, like, how do all these people know I was talking about making it out later? Or, yeah, I was like, how do all these people know that I like was in that state and like being like, I'm definitely going out. And then I remember we went on Instagram Live. And I was yeah. like, oh no. Uh, but when I got home... I kept, uh, I kept that TikTok. Jordan said, like, reminded me of that TikTok, the you little fucking tattletale rat. And I just kept saying that over and over. You know, when you latch on to something, I just kept yeah. saying it over and over again. And I was apparently rolling around my apartment, just like on the floor, <laughs> being like, you fucking little tattletale rat, like cracking myself up, thinking <sighs> I was the funniest person ever. <sighs> and there was just no way that I was going to make it. Yeah. Like on the street. Like I think I would have gotten arrested for public intoxication if I was <laughs> if, I, if I was allowed out mm. any further. I'm laughing. Wouldn't it have been funny if we just like had Noah pull out his we were like just like pulled out microphones and recorded a podcast in the Johnny Rockets. Oh, it would have been hilarious. We were screaming anyway, so like what's Oh, the why didn't we think of that? I mean, not that I would want to hear myself in that state, but No, no. Uh we did vlog. <laughs> No, we did. Yeah. And I got sent that I feel like we didn't film a lot of the later stuff. Not at Johnny Rockets, but there's a video of me running in the airport with my hands in the air. Yeah. Screaming, take me to church because they were going to the Hosier concert. Yeah. And I I didn't like that video. I took a video of us too when we got on the plane. Oh. (laughs) I don't know if there's any sound to it though. I have a bunch of like selfies of us on the plane. (laughs) We're just giggling so hard. That I'll keep forever. Oh, I forgot how much you were snorting. Listen to you. <laughs> Every other laugh was a was a snort. I was like, I've never heard you snort when you laugh before. Really? You, I mean, occasionally, but this was like. <laughs> Every five seconds, there was a snort added in. Like <sighs> I was remixing, I was remixing oh my, my laugh. I mean, literally, like talk about it. <laughs> Best day ever. <laughs> the pictures are so uh, funny. This we is should... us in the 
our espresso teenies in the Johnny Rockets at the Syracuse airport. We'll have to edit that into the YouTube. We're just like, uh, love is love, love, love and love. Oh my God. Wait, I have this. I have this picture of us. See, this is bad because people hear us talking about the pictures, so we'll have to put it in there. I know. This is, I have this. I uploaded those pictures to our group. Yeah. Just the caption, yeah, we love life. Oh, man. It was a great time. Thank God that that, thank God that was literally like a 40 minute flight. <laughs> thank, thank God. And that, so when we landed, it was like game over. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. If that flight didn't get in my way, there was no one stopping yeah. me. But that flight, yeah, it's really also got like the way. flight was short enough where they didn't, um, there was no like drinks or anything, you know? So I was like, damn, what would it have been better? Like, what would have happened if we were on like a two hour flight and we were just drinking? We were just having flight. cocktails uh, through through on in the air and then we landed. You know what also hit me when I think I, it wouldn't have mattered. I, I don't think yeah, we I were down. No, for the I count. think we were done. And when we were leaving, you gave me like a call me and I was like, I got you. Yeah. And then when I got home and I looked in the mirror and saw what I looked like. I was like, no fucking way. <laughs> like, there, you can't save yourself yeah, now. Yeah. You can't fix this. You just, it, you know that feeling though? You know, I talk about this, how I'm much more of a night drinker because yeah, yeah, I'd yeah. rather wake up hungover. I'd rather sleep and wake up hungover than be hungover yeah, I mean, I, at I, 9 love p.m. It. at night. I'd prefer that. Oh, no. It... It's a torture chamber for me. I was like, I, I can't wake up in the morning feeling like shit. I'd rather like feel like shit at 10 p.m. and just go to bed and wake up feeling better. Well, then what? Like I fell asleep too early. So then I woke up at 1.30 in the morning hungover. Yeah, yeah, and I was yeah. like, this is fucking awful. It's yeah. one o'clock in the morning. And I feel like this, this is awful. Get me out of this. And this was like <laughs> such a genuine text from your lovely fiance. 6.15 p.m. IDK of is making it out. She is passed out. LMAO. <laughs> And I was like, that was so nice. I did not think she was going to make it out. So we're good. I think it's just because I was like screaming so much about how I was definitely showing up to your apartment. Yeah, that yeah, you had yeah. to be notified that yeah. I was definitely no, super fair. not showing up to your apartment. I mean, apartment. in my mind, I know you. I was like, if I don't hear from her, she's asleep. Mm-hmm. And like, that's, you know, mm-hmm. that, and I was not going to be the one to, to make contact. I was like, if she wants to rally. Yeah. Because then Joe was cracking me up too because he was like, like you were going to go out. And I was like, if Rhea rallied, I would have rallied. And she, and he was like, no, you wouldn't. I, you definitely I was like, I don't have. know. I think I would have. I think you definitely would have. I think if I was like, Fran, get your fucking ass up. We're yeah, going. Yeah. You would have been there. I think I would have done it. Um, so it was actually just such a fantastic day. I really, no, we had I think we had so much fun. Yep. And thank you to all the lovely people who came and talked to us and hung out with us and drank with us. We really had a blast. Um, I woke up Sunday yesterday morning. And I sent out those feeler texts being like, guys, I really have the scaries right now. Yeah. Can anybody confirm that I'm okay? You were so and, fun. And everybody confirmed that yeah. it was fun. And that's all you need is the confirmation that it was a good time. It was fun. There was like not one. The most out of bounds thing that you did was trying to bring back the plank. We were planking. I was plank. Oh, so somebody DM me this. <laughs> I sent it to you guys. And I was like, I was like, we cannot be pl- we cannot be out here planking. Yeah. Somebody DM me. But other than that, totally fine. I was at the event Saturday, and when I walked in, you were grinning across the carpet and flopped on the chairs and pretended to fly. Honestly, iconic, but not shocked you didn't make it out. First of all, I wasn't pretending to fly. I was planking. But I love the fact that she thought I was pretending to fly. (laughs) Like, the point of view of looking looking at me and thinking she's pretending to fly right now is is awesome. (laughs) Yeah, no. Nope, just bringing back a good old plank. Yeah, yeah. So no, really, there was not a, 
there was not there never, there really was not not one single out of bounds thing. Honestly, there it never was fun. There never really is when we're drunk together. Like no. we just have a good time. Yeah, just a lot of laughs. Live, laugh, love. Live, laugh, love. <laughs> um, all right. Saturday was a movie. Yeah, I was like, shit, this is the craziest day of my life. <laughs> all no, right, anyways, anyways. It was great. And then, so then I was thinking about how, how I have to day drink on Saturday, this upcoming Saturday. Yeah. And I was like, oh, man. I was like, you hey, you'll survive. Fucking reel it in. Yeah. Maria. You will survive. I will survive. Yeah. Hey, hey. <laughs> okay. Anyways, topic time. Noah, how did you feel? You you went to the Hosier concert. How was it? I did. It was incredible. Uh, I asked Noah how it was. It was <clears throat> fucking incredible. Yeah, <laughs> he was like, and that was Tommy was saying his first concert ever. Like technically, I like, think like first big, real concert. big concert. Yeah, and he's like, I get. He's like, I get why people like concerts. Like if it's that good, if it's if it's, it's like, like Hosier really level crazy thing, it is. But I mean, he, I said it the first time I saw him. The greatest voice I've ever seen. Live. Live. Yeah. Like, just insane. Voice yeah. of an angel, that guy. Yeah. Really? You get emotional. Did Sarah you? said he brought his dad out. He brought his dad out, who's a drummer. He said he's never done that before. And his dad has the exact same hair that he has, oh. but it's just gray. So it's like <laughs> That's long awesome. hair down to his yeah, shoulders, yeah. but just gray. And he played the drums with him. And uh, uh, do you guys know Madison Cunningham? No. No. Oh. Well, she was an opener, but then he brought her back out, and they played "The Wait," the song "The Wait." Wow! But it was, I mean, I'm sure it was amazing. Yeah. Like I said, voice of an absolute angel, that guy. On a scale of one to ten, how excited are you about John Mayer's new SiriusXM channel? Oh, are you uh, gonna download Sirius? No, honestly, I'm not. Like, I don't know if I'll listen. Like, I don't. First of all, I'm kind of confused. Like, is he talking? What a fan you are! Or is he sometimes just playing music? they sometimes they talk. I think it's a little bit of both. I feel like it's mainly just like he's just gonna like pick songs and play. Yeah, it's like. I don't know. It's like, hey guys, you're listening to John Mayer if, radio, if like a little doing, bit of that. Exactly. If he's doing, if he's talking, then yeah, I'll listen. But I'm more excited to see him in concert. I, I don't really. Oh yeah, you're going this week. Yeah, I'm going. Two big concerts. Um, all right, let's get into the topics for today. Obviously, we are going to be covering the Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey bonanza. <laughs> That's what we're calling the Chiefs. Football and, bonanza. The, the Chiefs and Jets game is the yeah. the bonanza. Um, Mauricio and Kyle Richards confirm that they are separated, and we have a Kardashian group chat update and weekly watch report on Monday. Weekly watch report on Monday. Monday. Weekly watch report on Monday. Weekly watch report on Monday. Weekly watch report on Monday. Oh, they get a little (laughs) flare at the end. (laughs) Beep, beep. On Monday. (laughs) Yeah, we have a shit ton of stuff that we watched, or at least I do. My list is long. You did. My list is long. And we're going to get into it. All right. Time for the bonanza. I talked about going bowling recently, and I'm absolutely horrible, but that does not mean that it's not a fun time. You know, sometimes being bad at things can make things even more fun because you're just having a good time. Doesn't matter if you're bad or you're good. And if you're looking for the ultimate spot for a fun night out, you want to do something a little bit more casual, but you still want to have fun, Bolero's got you covered. With amazing deals like Night Strike and After Party, you'll enjoy a night of unlimited bowling for one low price. Visit a Bolero near you every Monday and Friday night and take advantage of this season best deals on the lane say you don't really you know you want to go and do something friday night but you're not looking to go out but you want to do something fun go to bolero they have the deals every monday and friday night take advantage of the season's best deals head on over to bolero.com and find a place near you once again head on over to bolero.com and find a place near you 
All right, bonanza time. Um, Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey, that's the first two names coming to my mind right now because I don't even know where to begin because this yeah. is, I know I already said it, it's a bonanza. It it's, is. It's just a nonstop bonanza of- Nonstop coverage, action. So, to put it- I mean, we can start with the fact that they want the girls' dinner, Saturday night. Yes, let's start there. So, everybody freaked out about that, right? Mm-hmm. Um was it Saturday or yeah Saturday night it was Saturday night and Taylor there were some pictures first of all in the afternoon I guess star-studded event for Blake Lively's one of their daughter's birthdays it's like Bradley Cooper and his kid uh there was one other very famous person in their child I forget that's okay anyway Blake Taylor Sophie Turner were seen going into Emilio's Bilato. Right? Bilato. Yeah. Yeah. And no, not the name of the restaurant. I was You said I was it like, a little you said it with a little more flair. No, I know. I know the name of the restaurant, but I was It was Sophie Turner, Sophie Blake Lively, Taylor and Swift. Blake's sister Robin. And Blake's sister Teen Witch. And uh Robin, who's married to Bart Johnson, who is Coach Bolton. <laughs> Oh, yes. I never forget that every time I see her. Um, and they went into the restaurant. Apparently, they went through, the, like, the side back door because mm-hmm. they took over the back room of Emilio's. And then Brittany Mahomes and some other friends slash maybe chiefs, wives and girlfriends. Wags. Wags. Uh, went through the front, met them, and then they all had, like, the back room together. So cool. Um Honestly, just like how how nice of Taylor to include yeah. Brittany Mahomes. I know everyone shits on Brittany Mahomes, and I know we have as well for the fun and games. But at the same time, I thought about it. And I thought that's really sweet. That's really sweet for her that's to I said. I think she's get try- together. You know, with- you're trying and to hang out with your your new guys friend. Like, yeah, I just thought it was really s- really sweet because I feel like Taylor. And now I don't know for sure, but she's dated these like moody artists or like actors yeah, yeah, yeah. and, you know, they have their friends, but they're all friends and or not all, but a lot of them are friends in Hollywood and it doesn't come with a set group of friends. But when you are a part of a team, Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey, they're besties. Right. They also have their friends on the team. They're not like they're, pregame and football games having yeah. a great time. They're together. Hanging to, in the box. Yeah. They're chicken to, fingers and wine. Right. They're together all the time. And so they bond a lot. And it's like, oh, how nice of Taylor to want to be included in this for them to include her and for her to include them. And, you know, like I just yeah. was happy to see that. And well, I, I nobody's hit the nice. lottery more than Brittany Mahomes has. Yeah. Truly. I just thought it was uh, I thought it was nice. And I'm starting to feel bad for the amount of uh, hate that Brittany Mahomes gets on the internet. I am. It I, was. I, I felt bad because she was included in some uh, paparazzi pictures of Taylor Swift at the at the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say that was, was unfortunate because that was the pictures that were shared. Right, and it's like, you know, we've all we've all eaten before. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we're just not getting photographed doing it. So look, you might get a chicken finger in the side of your mouth, and if there was that's a picture of me. At a football game in a suite, I'm most likely eating chicken fingers as well. Yeah. There's actually there is a picture of you from this weekend. <laughs> yeah, there's actually a ton of pictures of me eating chicken fingers from this weekend. Yep. And are they so pleasant? No. Are some of them cute? Yes, of course. But yeah, my mouth is full in every single yeah, one of them. Like it, it's it just like, it happens. Yeah. And so I am starting to feel a little a little bad for like, oh my god, and look at Brittany in the corner stuffing her face. Yeah. It's like okay, well she's just in the suite eating yeah, just yeah. like everybody else. Yep. But um. 
I think it, I think the whole thing is nice and everyone's happy that everyone's getting along, having fun. Blake Lively, Ryan Reynolds, Hugh Jackman, Sophie Turner, Sprita Carpenter, they're all going to the game. Anthony. Sunday. Anthony. Queer Eye. They're going to MetLife uh, Stadium. Taylor's brother. Austin. Mm-hmm. They're going to MetLife Stadium for the uh, Chiefs first Jets game. And all is fine and dandy. Everyone's happy to see them there. Everyone's happy to see the pictures of them going to the stadium, being in the suite. Where the line has been crossed is the fact that the NFL, NBC, Carson Daly. Yeah. <laughs> no. I'll be honest, that falls on NBC. Like, that's like the not NFL, even the NFL. That's did you, NBC. Did you see their bio this morning? Yeah, yeah. I, I Yes, I have. And that's like, you know, this is my thing. It's though. unfair to the other teams. <laughs> that, that My thing with the social media is a little bit more, I give that, I forgive that a little bit more just because... In my mind, I'm like, oh, there's probably some young kid running these accounts, you know? Like, they're like, not not like a kid kid, but, you know, probably somebody in their 20s running these social media accounts, and they're leaning into it a little bit. But it's but don't not up you to think- them. And it's like, the main reason they're doing it is because these do numbers. Like, well, I yeah. understand, but the bio, okay, so let's go over a couple things. The, the bio is not crazy to me. That's like, a, a bio change is harmless. The the NFL making their bio, the Chiefs are now 2-0, and o, like, is, I I think, I, I crazy. Just, NBC was so over the top that I can't. Chiefs are 2-0 and o I as can't Swifties. get over it. Yeah, NBC was so over the top too, but like, yeah. the NFL also has no chill. What about the other teams? <laughs> like, is it fucked Don't up that care. I feel bad for the other teams? Don't, nobody cares about them. I know. But I'm just like, this is crazy. Like, the NFL, like, they they will do their hardest to make sure the Chiefs make it to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I just... Uh, and the Chiefs are very good, so they can the make Chiefs it there on their own. Good. They, yeah, they yeah. won the last Super Bowl, yeah. so I'm not saying that, no. you know, I'm just saying that it's like, chill out a little bit. Like, be a little bit more cool about this. Yeah, It's so not cool. I mean, even like the chief social media people are yeah. posting like song lyrics and stuff. So obviously they're all leaning into it too. Um, the NBC broadcast was just beyond over the top. It's just like, can can we all act like we've seen a celebrity at a, at a sports game before? Like, why are we acting like this is the craziest thing ever? And I understand maybe there's some new people watching football. That's fine. Mention it once or twice, but you don't need the full video intro, the full weird, the voice bit that they did with Carson Daly where they like superimpose the judges in because the judges didn't say any words. So it was yep. just like, oh, you just just like take a cut of them from some other point in time and, and be- have like Carson Daly make this joke about t- it just it was so the the montage of the tiktok clips and everything le- mike tarico literally opened the game with being like hey swifties like what that what are we doing well, mike this is said, sunday night football she's she's here yeah, like it was just like crazy. No, like there's no there's no chill going no, on. No, it was it and was I can't was believe M- ridiculous. I can't believe NBC was like, all right, let's call up Carson Daly. We need this. We need this. Commercial. There's only one man for the job. <laughs> yeah, the host of the voice. It's it's just crazy. Like I just feel like obviously we all love to see that Taylor's at the game. I like seeing the pictures of her in the suite. Yeah, I think that's cool. She's you know out in public and whatever. But for the broad, and I'm not somebody who's, you know, tuned into Sunday Night Football every night. Yeah. Okay. 
I'm I'm just like as an outsider opinion being like I can imagine how annoyed some people are getting at this that just have no care in the world and all they want to do is watch football. You yeah. know what I mean? Like picture <laughs> picture like grandparents being like yeah. just want to watch some football. Why why am I being greeted hay swifties? <laughs> like yeah. they're just like and I I and I don't even think maybe there are some swifties out there that love it and and they're happy that Taylor Swift is being propped up like this. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's cool. But I also think there are a ton of Swifties who don't want this. And they're like, we don't, like, this is a little too much. Yeah, I mean, I'm coming from the standpoint of loving her, loving football. And I'm, like, in the camp of we're we're trying too hard. It's a, it's too much pressure. Mm-hmm. You know? I, I'm, I, I am such a fan of this pairing that... The over-the-top focus mm-hmm. on every little thing that they're doing is just an insane amount of outside pressure on people that are casually dating. Like, I agree. It's so oh, crazy to me. That's why that I'm like, I'm, I, I'm coming from like, hey, chill out. If we want them to live happily ever after, we all need to calm down. I agree. Like, they need to be able to live their life a little bit. She should be allowed to be in the suite. Sure, pan to her a couple times. Oh, Taylor's here. They put a little... I mean, they do that anyway for celebrities that show up at games. Mm-hmm. If you have a big celebrity, they they put the little lower third and it's like, oh, Taylor Swift. Hey, Taylor Swift's here. They show her. They didn't even show Paul Rudd on the screen. But we don't need to... <laughs> I know, I love that uh, uh, Jeremy Strong was there as a, as a Jets fan yeah. and it was like... Uh, no, It's just like, it's so crazy to me and I get it that she is so mega famous and gets this attention and is bringing in these new viewers to football and literally girls went to the game just to maybe Mm -hmm. catch a glimpse of Taylor Swift so I get that it's like a huge marketing opportunity but it just feels like so forced and it just isn't necessary like Swifties would watch the game anyway knowing that Taylor is there and is dating Travis Kelsey now that like Swifties would tune in regardless of the absolute over-the-top video packages and mentions that NBC did last night Mm -hmm. you know like they don't need all that stuff because everybody's watching anyway (laughs) yeah I agree and I think you know I made a video on Chicks in the Office where I said I could imagine Travis is like, chill out. Like, you're being so not cool. You're embarrassing me. And somebody commented and said, you guys are doing the same thing. And I said, we are a pop culture podcast, not the NFL. Yeah, yeah, Like, it is totally different to talk about Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift than for the NFL and the NBC Sunday Night Football broadcast to only be talking about this. Like, it's just taken on a life of its own where it's just, I feel like it's just a little bit out of control. Yeah. And it was while the first time the Chiefs scored, it wasn't Travis Kelsey, but the first cut camera cut was to Taylor Swift. Right. Right after they scored. Yeah. It was uh it was a lot. And I think like you said, like it could be cool, like she's there. Oh a little mention, Taylor Swift's yeah. here. Cool. It, they would come across way cooler if they did that. But now it's just oh my gosh. It's I know. it's it's taken over. And I just feel like we just the pressure also, just let of these being two, on camera just let the whole these time. Two people date. I know they don't like. I'd be so worried about every little thing that I do. Every single thing could be caught on camera. You're watching this game. Like that's crazy. Even at the end of the game, it seemed like a cute moment. She kind of like poked Blake lively. I think she was kind of like, "Oh, look at him," you know, mm-hmm. like whatever, pointing down at the field. 
And I think she was joking about them all being like, hey, good game, like whatever, like mm-hmm. giving each other props after a game. But it's just like every single moment could potentially be caught on camera because they're just obsessed with the Welcome to New York promo, the this music. The It was just NBC did a lot. And I... We can't go on like this. Like, mm. if she continues to go to games, we cannot have this kind of production. Now, in my mind, I think NBC also went so over the top because they were worried that this game was going to be god-awful. So, it ended up not being a bad game. But I think, like, they're like, let's just push the Taylor Swift stuff heavy because our whole angle, like, we lost our Sunday Night Football, Patrick Mahomes versus Aaron Rodgers. Like, we we don't have that. So, let's just push the Taylor Swift stuff, like, so heavy. Um, but it was still just, it was still just way, way, way too much. And I feel like Taylor hopefully can go to more games in peace. Like if she wants to go watch him play to have it not be yeah, I mean, I wonder, an absolute spectacle every time she goes. I wonder if she is bothered by this. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I, I am curious to see if, if she's like, all right, chill out, or if she likes it. We don't know. I, I feel like the Sunday Night can't... Football, though, like, probably has a lot to do with this game. Like, it's a big game. Yeah, and I think you also know, you're asking, last night specifically, I will say, I think you're kind of asking for that. You know you're going to be watched. She knows how it went in, in Kansas City, but going to New York and also bringing, like, all these mega famous people that's where you got to know what's what you're signing up for. Mm-hmm. Like you're you're showing up with Blake Lively, Ryan Reynolds, Hugh Jackman, like absolute mega A-list celebrities like all in a box together. You know you're going to be drawing a ton of attention. Yeah. I feel like it was fun for her to bring her friends because when she went to the game in Kansas City, she was surrounded by more of Travis's friends, so this time around she was yeah. probably like let me bring my my New York friends. And I thought it was a good mix too because Travis's friends were still in the box also, so it was like, "Hey, maybe this is a fun time for everybody to Everybody to meet. Like, I think Taylor and Blake have a very close friendship. And I think, like, this is also made up in my head. But I just think Travis, like, I'm Travis. Taylor looks at Blake, not necessarily for approval, but, like, is like, oh, this is, you know, Mm -hmm. what's going on now and and everything. And hoping that she likes him. It's just like, it's, it's just anytime you introduce a new guy that you're dating to your friends, you want your friends to like him. Yeah, I bet Ryan Reynolds is like excited too. You yeah. know what I mean? He's like, ah, football guy. Yeah. <laughs> I got an absolutely hilarious text from my mom though that I was cracking up. She texted our family and wrote, I just looked at Taylor Swift's tour schedule. No way this relationship survives. It's nice she has this little break now, but starts in South America in a month, then to the Far East and Europe and back in the U.S. until next November. I don't know how she does it. <laughs> like, fair, super yeah. fair. But that's why that's why all the attention is so crazy because it's like they are casually dating mm-hmm. and we're watching their every move. There are cameras everywhere. There's paparazzi. My, I had a friend that walked by, not like to see her, but just, you know, she lives in the neighborhood. Um, where Taylor lives, and just, she said it was insane. The amount of cameras, the people, like, all just standing there waiting outside where she lives, and people were like, oh, Travis stayed there Saturday night. You can see him leaving Sunday morning. Like, it's just That's scary that people know where she crazy. lives. Yeah. I mean, I hope she has the best security. Like, obviously, she needs it, but I just top-of-the-line security in a, at a place like that. I don't that. know why people feel like, 
okay showing up to somebody's home and, and yeah, standing cr- out there. It is like, crazy to me. What goes through your head that you feel like that's okay? I know. Being in a public place is so different, but like literally standing outside somebody's home is, is a in- lot. Incredibly bizarre. It's a lot. Like- they don't think at all like this is kind of weird. I'm showing up to somebody's home, like yeah. to fill. It's very weird, um, but yeah, it's a lot. And uh, you know, she she does have to go back on tour soon, so yeah. we'll see how this all plays out. I but I hope I hope their relationship exactly. goes well. That's what I'm saying. Like I hope behind closed doors they're having a great time. I'm sure it Just looks like all they this are. Public, from, you know what hoopla. we all see the hoopla. Yeah, the bonanza. It is. It's a hoopla bonanza. Yeah, it's, it's out of control. It is totally out of control. Um, I also, I, I got a good laugh, got to mention my guy Jason Kelsey because Donna was at the game in Philly and then she sh- went to the game in New York. Um, there's, you know, also, don't worry, we saw her greeting Taylor as well in the box, but Donna sat with Jake from State Farm. Is Donna like taking private At the jets? game in Philly. No, I mean, I mean I'm assuming Philly to, to Philly New, to New York is not exactly a an long hour, ride, an hour and a half. Yeah, <laughs> drive. Literally, that's um, a good point. <laughs> so that like made me laugh. But Jason posted a picture of the two of them, and he wrote, "I also have a superstar in my corner at Jake from State Farm." <laughs> but I like you know Donna. She's wearing the podcast hat. They do ads for State Farm on uh, on New Heights, so. It's just a good branding moment. Yeah. For good branding I, moment. For I did think it was kind of nuts that people were like, Donna Kelsey went from the game in Philly to the game at MetLife. And, and I was like, it's literally oh, it's an hour and a so half. so close. It's so close. So Maybe close, less yeah. than that. Maybe yeah, an yeah. hour and I 10. I didn't connect that because when they said that, I'm like, oh shit. Yeah, like, oh my God. Games? No, people literally were like, that's crazy. I was like, no, it's like, literally an hour. The game was at one o'clock in Philadelphia and 8.25 in New York. <laughs> Plenty of time. Plenty, Plenty of time to get time. there. Like she probably had time to hang with Jason, see the kids, and then go. Yeah, she maybe and even, then go to MetLife. Probably grabbed a bite to eat with them. Yeah, um, plenty. All of right, time. let's move on to the next topic because I think people maybe have gotten enough of that. Kyle Richards and Mauricio have confirmed that they are separated. Mauricio was stopped by TMZ, and he said, "You know, yeah, he's had a couple his, little back and forth, right." Things were taken out of context or an interview he did. And he clarified that they have had a rough year and they are separated right now. No plans to divorce, but right now they are separated. And then Kyle Richards was also caught by paparazzi and she confirmed that they are separated. But she would not confirm her relationship with Morgan Wade, which people have been speculating on for months now. I think... You know, it's interesting now that they are confirming they're separated. Months ago when it came out, they wrote on Instagram that they weren't separating. They probably just weren't ready for the world to know their business, which I think is fair. But now they're telling everyone they are separated, but no plans to divorce. So it's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I just feel like I, you know, I get it. I appreciate that sentiment, right? That they're like, we've been married for, I think, 26 years or like it's been a long time. Mm -hmm. That they're like, yes, we're we are separated right now, but we're not ready to make that divorce. Like divorce is very final. Mm-hmm. You're signing those papers and you're splitting up completely. So it's like we're not ready to fully say that it's over. Over. Maybe we're taking some time for ourselves, separate, live life, and maybe they'd be able to reconnect at some yeah. point so that's just an update on that i don't yeah. have much to say about it i hope mauricio does well in dancing with the stars this week yeah. and i thought he was respectful in the way he talked about it as well i think so stopped. as well yeah last topic before we get into the weekly watch report there's a 
Kardashian group chat update. Kourtney Kardashian posted a screenshot on her story with her friends um, where they were all like, can you please clarify that we were not in the yeah, not yeah, Courtney yeah, group yeah, chat? Yeah, Simon yeah. Hug cracked me up. He was yeah. like, I'm getting trolls in my DMs, like threatening me for being in the group chat. And I was not in it. And then he wrote, reposted on his story and just wrote like, still, I love you, add Kim Kardashian. Yeah, but like, yeah, yeah. We, we weren't in the group chat. I saw an interesting take on TikTok where they played the clip back of what Kim said. And Kim wasn't. 100% like you we have a chat with your friends it was like your friends come to us and then we talk about it so if you kind of listen to what she's saying it does make sense for that chat to be like a sister not Courtney text which is what Kim, which is what uh Courtney has clarified she said I know who she's like it was Kim, Chloe, Kendall, and Kylie had a not Courtney chat. So, and when you listen to what Kim said, it does kind of make sense. Like, she wasn't like, oh, your friends are, like, we're texting with your friends about it in a group chat, plain and simple. It was like, your friends have come to us, and then we we have talked about it in our not Courtney group chat. Either way, still ruthless. Um, I don't think it necessarily like matters per se if the friends were in the group chat or not like because if Kim's claiming like maybe they were all individually going to them and saying something um whether that was happening or it was in a group chat like things were still being said so claims Kim um maybe that's not the case but at the end of the day, Courtney really wanted to make it clear that it was her sister. Well, I think, I also think that's fair because people were attacking, like, I think she yeah, was making yeah, yeah. it clear because yep. people were going after her friends being like, how totally. can you be in this? And she was like, no, it's just my sister, so. so don't worry, it's just them. my sister's in a group chat without me. Yeah. So. Uh, it's fam, you know, family, family yep. drama. Yep. Sometimes you gotta shoot off a side text about a family member, you know? Just happens. Yep. Um, okay, let's, that wraps up the topics. It does. So, let's get into the weekly watch report. All right, let's get into everything we watch this week on the weekly watch report. Uh, but first, guys, I got a nice cold Coors Light in my hand. Mountains are blue, ready to go. Fall doesn't have to be the buzzkill to your summer chill. Coors Light helps you find moments to unwind. Maybe you have a big work presentation. Follow it with a happy hour, some friends, and a cold Coors Light. Decompress with a relaxing day on the trail that ends with a well-earned Coors Light. Whenever you need to hit reset, reach for a Coors Light. It's made to chill. There's only one beer out there that's literally made to chill, and that's Coors Light. The mountains on the bottles and cans even turn blue when your beer is cold. That way, you always know when it's time to chill. So when you need to hit reset, just open a Coors Light. I will say on the weekends, enjoy a nice cold Coors Light. Go into my fridge. Maybe there is a football game on. Have a nice cold Coors Light. Maybe you're headed to the bar, watching with some friends. You can get Coors Light at the bar. Just always in those moments that you want to enjoy yourself, unwind, have fun. Coors Light is the one we choose when we need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart by going to CoorsLight.com slash chicks. And always, celebrate responsibly from Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Cheers. Thank Cheers. you guys Thank again. you guys so the much. world's most refreshing podcast. Mm. <laughs> yes.
Weekly watch report on Monday. 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 Oh, oh, oh. oh wait, I messed up. Oh, yeah. Weekly watch report on Monday. Weekly watch report oh, on beginning. Monday. <laughs> Weekly watch report on Monday. Weekly watch report on Monday. There we go. Yes. <laughs> on Monday. On Monday. Uh, let's get to the weekly watch report where we talked about the things we watched this week. We're doing and it on it's Monday. Been a long break, <laughs> just in case you didn't get it the first time. We're doing them on Mondays now. Yep. Um, okay, mine's gonna be qu- quickie. Last night I watched the Rachel Lee documentary on HBO Max, the leader of the Bling Ring. Mm. They made a new documentary with her. I shut it off halfway through. Thought it was oh. boring. <laughs> off to a hot start. Thought it was boring. That gets a. D plus. Okay. <laughs> For the first half. <laughs> For the first half. I was bored. Yeah. Desperate Housewives, per usual, still an A. Still rocking. Love the way I'm going through this. Good. Love the way I'm watching Consistent. Desperate Housewives. Consistent. Slow. One to two episodes a day. Yeah. Slow some, and steady. Some days I we'll don't. We'll get you to the end. Yeah. Some days I don't even watch them. Fair. I'm loving it. Okay. A. Good. Bobby Flay every night before we go to bed, baby. Every single night before we go to bed, yep. we pop on Bobby and we I get all nuzzled up. It's a great, great fall right fall asleep. Fall asleep so. on my guy's chest watching yeah. Bobby Flay. <laughs> it's true. I'm not kidding. That's exactly what we do every single night. Um it's just nice to like Pay attention. You know what I mean? You're like, yeah. oh my God, is he going to win? Is he not going to win? It's not even about that. It's just more like, and I like short learning. Short episodes. Short. And I like learning about the things that they make. I'm inspired. <laughs> <laughs> it's inspiring you in the kitchen? It is. Um, I'm going to get back in the kitchen tonight. Don't worry, everybody. Where I belong. Um, <laughs> just kidding. Bad joke. Uh, all right. What is that? Bobby Flay? Yeah. Hey. Duh. Don't ask silly questions. Yeah. Next question. <laughs> you didn't say it. <laughs> oh my God, I'm going to choke. Okay. Love is blind. Yes. Holy shit. Should we just talk about let's talk love, the let's, whole thing? Let's talk about Love is okay. Blind. The people on this season of Love is Blind are maybe some of the worst I have seen. And some I think, of them. And I think... I hate them all. I think production felt that way also. And honestly, I've been really I've been really sitting with this and sitting with how production has mapped out this season. Because first of all, if you if you're not up to date, do not listen to this. Do not listen. Spoiler alert. If you have not watched episodes 1 through 7, don't listen. Do not listen because here come spoilers. Spoiler train. Choo choo. Okay. Don't fucking listen. <laughs> um, okay, so I just feel like the fact that there are only two potential weddings, they really turned things around and tried to make some big drama moments happen and some big things happen with the people because like the drama within the couples, there isn't too much stuff going on with only two couples at the moment like where we're at I mean at the beginning obviously different so that's but that's what's happening right now the pods <laughs> I just got what? the I just got the symbol the I'm sniffling into the mic oh, too well, well, well. <laughs> sorry the pods they I have a stuffy nose yeah, it's, I, I feel you girl the pods 
were very interesting because something happened, which we talked kind of about on Friday, but something happened that's never happened before where two people knew each other already, had dated. Now, this never is where they're seeing. like, they're they're really not Uche's really not putting a label on they were seeing they were seeing each other they were dating for months um yes so they kept that to them and really didn't share it with anybody and production also claims that they didn't know um and they didn't really reveal that towards the end because I think they were worried about what that would mean for the experiment and for them on the show like would they just be asked to leave like what would happen that's what I feel like it's like oh you're not gonna right off the bat say you know who this person is especially because then it's like if you're talking to the other girls or the other guys and you're like oh I dated Lydia they're gonna be like oh so like you know what you know what Lydia looks like like you're the only one and vice versa so they would have just blown the whole thing up so they don't say anything until we're basically at the end here and he's about to propose, Uche is going to propose to Aaliyah. Now, the Lydia-Aaliyah friendship, weird. I don't know how you felt about it, but they don't, they have not known each other for that long. Mm-hmm. They just met. Yep. And the way Lydia latched onto her felt a lot. It was weird. And then when you learn after, yeah. it it is weirder, it got weirder in your head. Yes. Because you, you may... The comments she was making. Right. And and you may think, oh, you know, they're in a place where they're bonding and you may latch onto somebody quickly in a place like this because you only have each other. Yeah. So, you know, make friendships. But learning what happened after is then where you're like, oh, that is weird. And I don't blame Aaliyah for leaving at all. Because yeah. I think Lydia... Not it wasn't necessarily Uche, but I think Lydia was making her extremely uncomfortable mm-hmm. and giving her all this information. It's like, oh, let me tell you about his dog, and let me tell you about his house, too and his much, friends, too and much. Let me tell you about oh, we slept together three months ago. Like it was like, whoa, yeah, I'm like, not okay. asking for this. Right? And, like he might propose tomorrow. What? Whoa! It's just I don't blame her. That was a lot, mm-hmm. a lot to take in. Totally, and I and I feel like it's like you you're telling her all that stuff directly where if he was telling her, you know, yeah, like obviously these people dated other people before yeah. they got into these pods. You know what I'm saying? But you now yeah. know the person and they're giving you all the details. It's like, okay, relax. Yeah. And there's also something that's very uncomfortable about learning about your partner or potential partner's past from somebody else. Like it's one thing if you hear it from them. And you're like, and they lay it out for you and they tell you about it. But when you hear it from somebody else, it's, it gives you a very muddled view. It's like, oh my, well, well who's like, is she, is she telling the truth? Like, what's going on? Like, whatever. So it just seemed like a lot. Now, Uche in general as a per- character was very interesting to me. He obviously is very like set in his ways, I would say, blunt. Mm-hmm. Um, and he did... Uh, I would say that I am invested in Love is Blind, but I don't like check these people's social medias and like yeah. see what's going on. But if I Me see either. something else that's shared, then I pay attention. So like not skinny but not fat reshared this, so then I saw it. But Uche did a AMA on his Instagram and somebody wrote, Why did you tell Leah it was over? Was she not what you expected looks wise? And he said the it's over between us is a post-production soundbite. At lunch, we both forgave each other. We held hands and we shared our first kiss. Then we agreed to date outside the show. 
production's like obsession, I think, with the marriage aspect of this show. Obviously, it's the whole point. I get it. But you miss out on so many other things that's happening. Like, I would have loved to have seen that actual conversation mm-hmm. and the same thing with and I think that would have been fine like everyone's I know. like okay they're gonna date they're, just, they're not but gonna I get married like, but they may date I feel like production was like oh my god we can't have two couples that are just like dating mm-hmm. because then we found out that Chris and Johnny reunited as well and started dating so it's like oh my god what, like, like now we're focusing on these Our couples show's not working now we're focusing on these couples that aren't getting married right and then like I feel like maybe they thought they lost it because those are all things I would have wanted to see Chris and Johnny all of a sudden they just showed up at a party and it's like oh we're together we we like made it work and it's like what how do you not have the cameras rolling for any of these moments yeah or if, even if you did how do you like you have that footage you don't put it in the show I felt like this season was very messy all around I felt like none of the couples were really clicking and I think that's maybe why they panicked I don't think anybody should end up married I don't think any of them should get married from what we've seen like yeah I just ah uh, I just can't stand any of them like I there's not any of them that I like it's L- bad so Lydia ended up with Milton right and Lydia's 30 Ugh. Milton's 24 they <laughs> Milton, talk about it all the time Milton drives me up a fucking wall this guy yeah he drives me crazy he he, at- he he really is the type of you his age shows yeah because he really goes with the i'm gonna be mean and act like it's flirting yeah path and i hate it so much where everything out of his mouth is like shut up you're like not that funny oh shut up you have big ears like i'm just like everything he's saying he's like he's like (laughs) yeah he's like you're old fuck you and i'm like i there is nothing i hate more than the humor or flirting or whatever when a guy is being mean because he can't actually show his emotions and be nice like that's not cute you're actually just really annoying and lydia is playing right into it she's she's like eating it up for whatever reason i uh i know i just feel like these two specifically for their own separate reasons were el desperado for uh not proposals but like actual Mm -hmm. like proposal slash marriage i don't know if that came with like wanting to stay on the show that's how i kind of feel about milton lydia i think like just really fucking wants to get married which is fine but i think it's going about it in a weird way because now there's like is this continued drama right like uche is basically saying she was borderline stalking him yeah, stage five clear um and that like so you she stalked my whole entire yeah, life on the boardwalk she freaked out about that he claims that he has the evidence behind that, the proof, everything, like whatever. And then that is what was happening. And he also claims that Lydia 100% came on the show because she knew Uche was doing it and she lied about her knowing Uche. Um, and it's like that just behind the scenes like gets very messy. So... Those two, Lydia and Milton, as of right now, are, like, still together. I think we're going to see Milton's family meet her, and, like, that's going to be, like, I think they're going to be like, wait, this doesn't make sense. I don't know if that's going to matter too much to him, but... It was very uncomfortable seeing Uche and Lydia in the pods for the first time, where Lydia was like, you don't know my voice? Yeah, that was And he was like, no. And, uh... She was like, is this a sign? And he was like, no. Like, he was like, no. Like, she she was like, really like, oh my God, this may be a sign for us. And yeah. he was just not having it. Which really does make me think that she went in knowing that yeah. he was going to be could there. Very, it could very um, well be possible. Yeah. 
I just, there's just, uh, I, I feel for Lydia in the sense that I feel like she really wants to be with somebody and it just isn't working and she may be clinging to the wrong things. Mm-hmm. Um, Izzy was really the guy that had everybody, like, he had connections with what seemed like everybody. Uh, he, Johnny wanted him. He wanted Stacy. Chris wanted Johnny. She breaks up with Chris for Izzy, but Izzy ended up with Stacy. Um, Izzy and Johnny, I don't think would have worked at all. Izzy and Stacy, like, maybe, but now this, this, I guess this money situation is going to be a thing where, like, he was like, you don't, we we can't, like, split anything. <laughs> that was, uh, it, it was all, you know, fun and games. You know, she clogged the toilet. Yeah, yeah. And that was interesting. And then it went to, Izzy didn't clean out one of the draws that he had with, right. I guess, going girls leave stuff there. He puts it all on a draw. He didn't yeah, clean weird. that out. Yeah, First of all, that probably clean that out yeah before your yeah. uh fiance is gonna yeah, come yeah. that would be smart and also um, being 29 years old and not having like a single actual plate is crazy yeah. or a glass yeah what, what come on and no nightstands yeah i just that is wild to me and i understand like maybe it, it turned into like a bigger fight but two glasses you know yeah. like just not even, not even like a, for, not even, not even like yourself. a memorabilia cup that's right. made out of plastic. You got at a sporting event. Yeah. You never kept anything. Kind of wild. Yeah. And then it transitioned to another conversation where Stacy was like, "The man pays for every meal." Yeah. <laughs> Izzy, yeah. Izzy yeah. was like, "So we're never gonna like split anything." <laughs> yeah. I mean, clearly she's comfortable where she's at. Not only you know does she work and you know has this house and buy money, but her family has money. And you could tell from her dad, like her dad speaking to Izzy was like, yeah, you know, I just know if it, if it falls on you and you can't handle it, that it falls on me, you know? So he's like, oh, at the end of the day, there's always daddy to fix the problems, mm-hmm. um, which I don't know. I wouldn't necessarily say it like makes Stacy look bad, but it's clearly something that's very important to her and that's fine if it is it's not gonna be important for everyone like if you have a real Mm -hmm. genuine connection with him and like love him you make it work you don't break up with him because he doesn't he can't pay for every single dinner you go out for like it's just like you're a team you you end up a couple you're a team like Mm -hmm. you 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 work together to do that clearly she has these values that you know, I don't necessarily agree with. Right. It's like but... somebody like in a team is like somebody gets this, somebody yeah. gets that. It's like a back and yeah. forth. Like, yeah. you know, of course you want him to treat you nicely and, yeah. and you know, spoil you. Yeah. But at the same time, you can't be like, you have to pay for every single thing. Yeah, I I, I agree. So I don't know how that's going to go. Um, Taylor and JP broke up. After the trip to Mexico. Thank God. Thank of Taylor. the Lord. Thank God you did that. That man, JP, I don't know. At first it was like, okay, in the pods, he's sweet, he's shy. Um, definitely was like, there's a lot of red, white, and blue uh, everywhere. In the American flags everywhere. In the pods. That translated to Mexico. I mean, I'm sorry. Like, great co- we're, we, we live in a great country. America, I, I'm, mm-hmm. you know, if you want to have pride for your country, 100%. Mm-hmm. Sure. 
But if you're wearing American flag gear at every turn, red flag. At every Absolute single occasion, every time you put a shirt on, it's American flag gear. You wear an, a USA jersey in bed. I'm sorry, I'm not getting into bed with my partner if he's no. wearing an American flag USA penny. It's just not An happening. American flag bathing suit is appropriate on one day and one day only. The 4th, 4th of July. July. I mean, you, you put that thing in the in the closet until the fourth of July. Yeah, I mean, maybe once in a while in the summer, you know, I'm not gonna, like you 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 throw on a bathing suit. Sure, maybe for a theme party. Yeah, but it's just like it was, like you said, it's fine. Grow up if you want to wear if you if you, you want to wear it, it's fine, right? Like, yeah, you could be proud. But if you are wearing it for every everything. single occasion, everything, shirts, polos. Everything. Suits, pillows, it wasn't like he was. Everything. It was everything. The one thing that I am sad <laughs> was, we missed out on if they did stay together was how when they move into the next phase, they go and they obviously go and see where the other per- They live together in a mm-hmm. new spot, but they go and see what their homes look like. I need to see the inside of JP's apartment or home or whatever it is. The amount of memorabilia that has to be in that apartment it has to be astounding mm-hmm. I, I i i'm so curious i know like there's got to be flags posters it coasters just, it just was there might be an american flag rug it just was at every turn every turn and it, it just it's it's just like what like i know that would be the case for anything that people wear too, too much of yeah like it's just like this is just too much now let's talk about the makeup thing because it seemed like he was just being shy. Taylor is adorable. Mm-hmm. So cute, so sweet. She might be the only person I liked on I the know. show. I know. I agree. And she was really trying, and he was not giving her anything back. And finally, on like the last night of their time in Mexico, he basically let her know that during the reveal, she had on too much makeup for his taste, and that he didn't really know how to bring that up. And... um he likes her so much more without them. Like now that they were in Mexico, she wasn't wearing makeup. He likes her so much more. Okay, you ha- you still haven't talked to her in three days. This is the mo- it was it was genuinely jaw dropping. One jaw-dropping. of the most crazy conversations I've seen on this type of show. He was so it was such a red flag. He was so disrespectful. It was like my way or the highway. Yeah. I want you to look a certain way. And of course, it's a compliment. By the to way, be having like, you that go- attitude paired with all the American flag shit, yeah, it just not good. it was yeah, it was just like he i don't know it was just too it was it was too like in a look into what's to come yeah like if this is how he's acting right now trying to control whether or not you wear makeup what is there to come in in a marriage because i am telling you it's not good once somebody starts having a say in what you look like what you wear your makeup how you dress it's a problem i i 100 and she's beautiful with or without makeup and he was like it's a compliment like most girls would love to hear that and it's like okay yes when a girl hears oh my god you're so beautiful like you don't need makeup it is a compliment in in a sense but when you are telling her straight up like oh it's caked on like your makeup got on me like it was just so rude and and just a look in the way that he would be as a partner is just not somebody you want to have no like at all just not supportive at all it's my way i want you to look a certain way it it, like he's like acting like he was grossed out by her yeah all because she wore her makeup and and i love the fact that she held her own and i love that she walked away from him like the fact that she broke up with him the next day or whenever it was 
made me so happy and so proud of her because there are plenty of times where people end up in that loop of being told what to do by their significant other and they don't get out of it and it ends up really bad. So I was so happy for for, her. And and, uh, even a more heightened experience where you're on a TV show and like you know that if you end it right now, like you're not really on the show anymore. Like kind of throwing in that aspect of it also Mm -hmm. where it's like, you know, you're going on a TV show, obviously. Yes, maybe you want to find somebody, but you also like are going to be on TV. And knowing that it's like, hey, this is not working. I cannot even... I'm not going to put myself through yeah. this even to like get to the end. I was I'm ending it now. I was so happy for her. I, I was like, thank God, get away from and this man because like, what's to come is not going to be good. Imagine you get dressed up like make you're putting on makeup because it help. It makes you feel good. You mm-hmm. know, that's what she was saying. She was like, I put on makeup for myself. Like, I feel pretty. Like, I'm not doing it to make other people like me. Like, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. So imagine you're just like going to a nice event with your partner you get dressed up you put on the nice dress you do your makeup you feel great and you walk out and he's like too much makeup i'd be like fuck off yeah it's just so oh i don't even have i was so disgusted by it genuinely my mouth was on the floor i couldn't believe what he was saying i I was so disgusted by him and i just was so happy that she got the fuck out of that because Oh, God, I cannot even imagine what that guy would be like in a fucking relationship. Ugh. Like, just a nightmare. Absolutely. Like, hey, bro, um, maybe throw on a fucking different shirt once in a while, you know? Like, I'm I'm shocked she didn't say that. She didn't say that to him. Like, I know. oh, you don't like my makeup? Well, I don't like your fucking apparel. Yeah. Because it's everywhere. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Um, I think that's pretty much everyone. Obviously, we saw at the party, like, and I, by the way, I really did not like how... I really did not like how Izzy spoke to Johnny at that party. That was like, I get it. Maybe Johnny like said two different things, but he, anytime like a guy does that to me too, it just feels so icky. Like him going to Stacy afterwards and being like, I really like, I, I told her, like I showed her. It's like, you're a grown ass man. Mm-hmm. Like have a conversation. You don't have to belittle her. She's like, she went through what she went through. Uh, maybe like, maybe she kind of worded things in a, in a, in a tough way. And obviously she, you may think that Chris is her second choice. Maybe, maybe Chris is, but maybe your second choice is the right choice and you just couldn't get out of your own Mm -hmm. way, you know? Yeah. So this show just shows how it was a lot. That was a lot. How immature a lot of people can be in relationships and hopefully when people watch them back when they're on the show, they're like, oh, maybe I can change the way I act about that. And maybe I need to grow up with this because, man, some of these people, you just shake your head and you're like, oh, yeah, do so not want to deal with let's, that. Let's do some. Let's do a guess on. So we have Milton and Lydia and Izzy and Stacy. Who gets married? None or both or one? I think Izzy and Stacy get married. Yeah, I would say absolutely not to Milton and Lydia. I think Milton Milton's and L- going to say no. I'm like afraid that Milton and Lydia are going to get married. They shouldn't. That's where I'm like they shouldn't. Yeah. But I, I kind of think they might. I kind of think both of them might get married. I think Milton's going to end up saying no. And I, yeah. and I think just that because Izzy all the other Stacey couples might, like kind of fell apart. Right. So like one of them has to, but yeah. one of them also has to say no at the altar. In my opinion. You think? Yeah. So I think... I don't know. I think they could both end up saying yes. That would be a win for the season for sure because they only had two couples. Right. <laughs> and none of them should get married. None of them. Yeah. Restart the whole thing. Messy. <laughs> it's bad. Um, but I'll give this season a B. Yeah. 
I'm going to give it a fair. B. That's fair. Definitely like the more dramatic pods, most dramatic pods we've seen in a while. Mm-hmm. And that was because of obviously the dating right. thing. Like, And there were more, it felt like breakups and tougher moments. Um, okay. Anything else? Nope. Okay. I'll give Love is Blind a B plus. I watched, I mean, this is a long list because this list is plus this past weekend plus last weekend. Um, up to date. Oh, uh, you watched it. You didn't have it on there, but we talked about it yesterday. It's the Demilio show. I didn't watch it. Oh, you didn't watch it. I just saw cl- clips. clips oh, online. Okay. Um, I love the Demilio show. I've watched it. I'm up to date. I've watched the first four episodes. I think we're at four or five, but I think four, maybe five. Um, I will give it a, I'll give it a B. I'm enjoying it. It's interesting to me where the show has gone from when it first came out and they were like, it's a docu-series, you know? And now like it's a reality show. Like mm-hmm. there, we're leaning into the drama, we're leaning into the dating, like Landon's a part of the show. The first episode, Landon and, and Charlie, which was very funny, they made a slideshow for Dixie of potential guys that she could date. Um, and they went through all of them and you know, that was funny. So it's like, they're leaning into these things. They're really sharing a lot of their lives. Dixie's been very open with her mental health, um, with her, I'm going to forget the name, but it's something it's, it's the, it's the pre-menstrual. Yeah. 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 It's basically where she just like is her PMS is so bad for like the majority of PMD. Is that what it's called? Yeah. It's PM. DD. Like half the month is just a disaster for her, which mm-hmm. is just, I mean, I it's tough. And you can see her pain watching it. It's like very, you know, it's hard. And how that affects the rest of the family. But there has been some big like drama moment that have been teasing where it's like Dixie's been upset and the, Dixie and Charlie are both like, what's Charlie saying? What's Dixie saying? Like, we can't talk about it. That's one thing like we can't say on the show. So I don't know if they'll actually end up talking about it. They oh they cut to like Mar- Mark and Heidi. I think it's, I think they probably went through a rough patch during Dancing with the Stars, Mark and Heidi. And Charlie was obviously doing the show. So I think she wasn't as involved as Dixie was. And I think maybe she saw her parents get to a bad place as a couple. And that probably kind of fucked her up a little bit. And now that they're like totally... F- they're seemingly fine. Again, it's frustrating for her. Uh, I think maybe she got put in the middle between the two of them. We'll see if that's actually what it was. Um, the Kelsey documentary I watched, uh, we could talk about, uh, we talked about already, loved it. I'll give that an A. I think it was a great watch. Laughed, cried, beautiful. Love that whole family. Um, last Saturday night, I came home early, watched Surf's Up in the Lizzie McGuire movie. Don't need to grade them, but great movies, both Mm -hmm. both the same. Housewives, New York and Salt Lake City. New York, I was always a big fan of Uba. And she had this moment with these, with her phone. That was like nothing I've ever seen before, truly. She, Aaron decided to prank her, prank her back because Uba had pushed her in the pool and Aaron, she had left her phone in the Uber left her phone in the car, and Aaron was like, "Oh, I'm gonna take her phone and whatever." She claims she had it for 45 minutes. Uba like lost her shit, got in Aaron's face, was like, "You took my phone! You took my phone!" 
And, you know, Uba explained it. She's a single woman. She ha- her she checks in with her family every night, every morning when she's traveling a lot, makes sure she's okay. Understandable. I still think her reaction was absolutely a lot mm-hmm. um, for that scenario. She's definitely warranted. She's definitely warranted in being upset for sure. But I thought that was like I, I Aaron took. I didn't really know if Aaron deserved the reaction for the action, the consequence. <laughs> um, but the season's been good. Their their cast trip was very entertaining. A lot of ups, a lot of lows. I will give it a. I'll give this these last two episodes a B. I've enjoyed it. Bryn and Tyler Cameron were on Watch What Happens Live. I watched the episode. It was so sexual the whole time. I just like some of the stuff Andy gets away with, you know? Mm-hmm. Whether even if just it was just between Bryn and Tyler or just like questions that he asked Tyler. Nuts. Um, Salt Lake City. Also crazy. Salt Lake City, if you're if you're if you're not watching Salt Lake City, jump back into it because these ladies are out of their goddamn minds, truly. Lisa Barlow had a freak out because they were doing a drag competition where they were just it was like do do your drag do drag makeup and then were you know, they were in Palm Springs with Trixie, Trixie's going to judge. Lisa like had a meltdown. That she could not do that makeup. She likes her makeup a specific way. She pays thousands and thousands of dollars to have her glam on retainer. She flew them out to Palm Springs. She, they have to do her glam. It was so dramatic and so ridiculous, but it was very Housewives that it just fit. But it was just like... It was an over-the-top reaction to having to change her makeup. Crazy. I'll give Salt Lake City... Honestly, these last couple episodes have been really good. I'll give them an A minus. I've I've been very thoroughly entertained. I like Monica, the new girl in the mix. She's been really good. Meredith at dinner was some of the most outrageous commentary. Her her accent, her voice changed like four times. It's it's crazy. These women are nuts. Uh I watched Theater Camp, the movie. It was cute. Fine. Give it a B. Mm -hmm. Like, I'll never watch it again. But (laughs) I, you know, it was cute. Yeah. Special Forces, I talked about a little bit already. I'll just, I'll give that a, I'll give it a C. It's good. Like, you know, I'll definitely watch it, but it's not like groundbreaking. Uh, Only Murders in the Building. There's one episode left for the finale. I believe that comes out maybe tomorrow or Wednesday. Loved Loved episodes eight and nine. Don't spoil it for I'm me not, because I'm I not, saved I'm not them so talk that I can about watch it them all. all in a row. Yeah. I'm not going to talk about it, actually, what's happening. So I'll just give that a B plus. Um, Joe and I watched The Wonderful Story of Henry Sugar on Netflix. I feel like, Noah, that's right up your alley. Wes Anderson. Wes Anderson. I, I, was gonna, yeah. I wanted to watch it, but then I, I didn't end up watching it. You know, I every time I watch this. a Wes Anderson thing, I'm like, this is so Wes Anderson, and I don't like Wes Anderson. Mm-hmm. Like, every time I watch it, I'm like, just not oh, for this you. is so his style, but I just, like, don't. It's, like, it was, like, not a short, necessarily like a 40 for me. Minute. It's 40 minutes. It's, like, it's Raw Doll. 
The story is Roald Dahl. Yeah. So. he His book scared me when I was a kid. Or the oh, one, I loved his books. What was his big book? BFG. Uh, BFG is the one that like, I had nightmares. Um, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Matilda. Yeah, BFG. The I, Witches. I was scared of. Um, okay, I watched The Voice. I don't need to grade that. I'm along for the ride. You know I'm mm-hmm. locked into The Voice. And then I watched the Harley and Katya documentary on Netflix. Something that I did not really know anything about. I weirdly like fascinated by figure skating. Any- I don't think that's weird. I, yeah. I am too. Like when when we get around to the Olympics time, I love watching the figure skating. I'm not a fan where I'm like watching the other competitions or anything mm-hmm. like that, but I do love watching it. And I when I when the trailer started playing on Netflix, I was like, oh, I don't know anything about this. I don't know anything about them. I don't know anything about the pairing. Um, it was a really, it was really interesting and a really good documentary. Sad as hell, but very good. Do you think that we're interested in figure skating because of the amount of movies that we watched when we were younger? Ice Princess, Go Figure. Totally. 100%. <laughs> Those were two of my favorite movies ever. Um, What's the other one I loved with the, she's a figure skater, he's a hockey player? Isn't that Go Figure? No. Oh, no, she was a hockey player, and then yeah. she became a figure yeah. skater. No, there's one. They've made multiple versions of it. Shit. I think Christy Carlson Romano did one. I got to find the name of it. It's going to drive me nuts. I'm pretty sure she did. The The Cutting Edge. Oh, yeah. Multiple cutting cu- edge. There's multiple Cutting Edge movies, and they all have the same premise. Um, but I actually really do love the Christy Carlson Romano one. And there are other versions of that. Well, I believe the first one was actually with the mom from One Tree Hill. So I thought that documentary was great. Like I said, it, it's it's sad for sure. But I did not know anything about that story. And it's kind of crazy that it has obviously it's made such an impact in that community, but also like in the Olympic sport community and, you know, sports, playing sports for your country. Um, I will give that an A minus. I thought that was really good. I was locked in the whole the whole time watching that, and I found that to be very, very interesting. And you know, obviously, learning about something that I didn't know. I've also been casually watching Suits, but I don't really have too much commentary on that. I'm still on season two. I think I've watched like three episodes yeah. since the last time we talked. That's all That's my it. stuff. <laughs> I don't even know if we have room for all that on the graphic. <laughs> I told you, I've I've watched a lot of stuff. I don't have a lot of stuff. It's been a week and a half plus. I watched. I did want to go see um, the new movie Dumb Money. Yeah, Joe I, wants to see that too. I planned on going to see it yesterday, and I just slept all day. Yeah, but I will be seeing that soon. And I did want to watch the Wes Anderson movie, but I just couldn't get in the right mindset for mm-hmm. that. I was like very. So you're stunned. starting off hot with two things that I you are to mentioning, but did not watch. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I, did you hear any like marketing or any? I, I was like, there's a new Wes Anderson movie, like. Yeah, I, I guess because it it's like a 40-minute, like, short. It's not in yeah. theaters. It's on Netflix. I mean, that's kind of what's happening right now with anything coming out. There's no promotion for it. Yeah, true. Because actors can't promote the things. Yeah. I watched the whole Painkiller series on Netflix. Have you guys? Yeah, I saw that. I have that? not watched. Was it good? It. Did you guys watch Dope Sick? No. No. It's the basically the exact same story of Dope Sick. What was the show that we recently talked about where they made two versions of it? 
Oh, like the wife who kills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, um, Candy, and yeah. then the yeah. one on HBO. I forgot the name. Yeah, that's yeah. Like exactly what this is. Where mm-hmm. like Dope Fire Fest came documentaries. Out. Yeah, yeah. Dope Sick came out, and then this came out, and I started watching this, and I'm like, what? Like it's the same thing, just different actors. This one is just more like corny, and not as good. Mm. <laughs> uh, it's still like you you get some different parts of the story, I guess, but I'll give it a C minus the whole thing. It's just like overdone, and I'm like I, Michael Keaton and Dopesick was just way better. Uh, I started kind of watching Suits again. I'm still on season five. I'm kind of falling out of it now. Like it's, it's I'm on Suits out. Yeah, you maybe watch too much. I think you so. probably watch too much. I'm on season five. I give it a B minus. It's still entertaining, but I'm just like, there's not like, how are there like three or four more seasons of it? Like I'm like <laughs> they've done everything. Yep. Uh, and then. I rewatched The Wolf of Wall Street, which is an, Classic. an, an A-. Yeah, they put it on Netflix recently. I saw yeah, that. So I was thinking I, about watching it. I watched it in like parts. Like mm-hmm. It's kind of become the thing that I just resume when I'm yeah. like nothing to watch, but great movie. Yeah, great movie. always a good movie. I saw they recently put it on Netflix, and I said, yeah. I'm going to watch that soon. That's all I got. Wow. Okay. Those are the things yeah. we watched wow, this week. Wow, I really took over this week. Yeah. Yeah. Watched yeah, a did. lot of stuff. <laughs> Honestly, last week I told you and I and I've shared like Rhea, I was talking to you about it, but like last week I just like had my period and felt like shit all mm-hmm. week and just like sat on my couch and that's, watched TV. That's what you're supposed to do. Just really like clocked a lot of hours. Yeah. That'll be you know? this, me this week. Yeah. No has we'll his period, period this week. I have to watch a ton <laughs> yeah. of stuff. Yeah. Um, all right, those are the things we watched this week. All right, that wraps up today's episode of Chicks in the Office. We still have some tickets on sale for Charlotte and Philly. Next week is our Philly show, and we are so excited. We can't wait to see you guys there. Can't wait to hang out. Can't wait to perform. And uh, the tickets are still on sale, and Chicago is sold out. New York City will be on sale soon. We'll let you guys know about that. We love you. We'll talk to you on Wednesday.